What's up, disc golfers? Welcome to episode 93 of the Disc Golf Podcast. My name is Robin. Alongside me, my longtime friend, avid disc golfer, Joe. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 93. Woo! We're, it's like, um, it's it's just, it's countdown to 100. I know. We say this like every episode now because well, we can taste it. I, yeah, you know what I realized, like though? It's for real. Episode 100 is scheduled to be like end of February. So like we're still like if you count the week. Oh out, no, we're totally far away from it. But <laughs> it's, it's like it's still it's two months away from from knowing that we did like started on a whim to almost be at a hundred is pretty rad. I know, but it's still it's like I'm like we can't just keep talking about this every week. And that week. means and that means <laughs> one hundred is going to come like basically after our two years of doing this. Yeah, exactly. Because I think yeah. what we started like at the start of February. No, February twentieth. Okay, so it'll kind of line up. Hunter will line up basically with like the two year, yep. two year anniversary of the disc golf podcast, yep. and we have like we have a handful of episodes that are non numbered too. Ex- so exactly, yeah, it works out. Yeah, yeah. We had a big week this week as as uh, the disc golf podcast. We did something very exciting that I uh, approved and and sent to production this morning. As a matter of fact, I thought you were going to tease it longer and make it seem like I got an ace, and then be like, "No, that's not the thing." <laughs> yeah, I, I approved your ace this morning. <laughs> that, <laughs> it was, it was, that's what was holding it me was back. Legitimate. That's uh, why I haven't gotten one. I put through the paperwork. You and didn't approve it. I, and, <laughs> so uh, it's it's in the works. It's coming. It's in the works, and I think in the next. Two to three weeks, you should uh, receive the delivery of your ace. And so, that'd be so sick. Um, maybe here's the thing. Uh, maybe the I need the new uh, stamp disc. I think you do. That's probably what it is. I think you do. I it, I think that's so probably ju- <laughs> the only way it should happen. <laughs> a judge ace is coming. <laughs> <laughs> so we uh, this morning uh, approved the artwork on uh, I did design work for it and sent it and had to make some a few changes but approved artwork on the first run of disc golf podcast discs which are we're doing two different runs of them we're doing the the first one is going to be the joe series which is going to be judges and trespasses from dynamic discs with the right which makes perfect sense if you listen to the podcast which, which are going to have uh, a, a new a new uh, design that i did and it's got joe's silhouette on it throwing a throwing a big hyzer you can if you want to see it you can check our instagram it's on there. Did you post it to Facebook? No, I should. I did. I posted it to my Instagram. No. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. Just send me like the straight image and all. I will. I will. I'll do that. And then you can put it there too, so so everyone can see it. So it's got Joe on there throwing it, throwing a big old hyzer. It's a. It's a. I had a good time doing the logo, and I'm pretty pretty happy with it. So and then uh, a little bit later on, uh, Dismania is out of some of the discs that we want, but we'll do a second run, uh, the Robin series of uh fds and p2s <laughs> right so it's it's perfect uh representations of each of us yeah so like the, all the the kids out there that just idolize us and and want to grow up and be like you know like they got the kids out there with the be like joe shirts and right they, they just, right just, the kids the kids <laughs> with the be like joe shirt with a beer in hand you're like stop yeah. that <laughs> you're not allowed to drink that dad i want to grow up and be a raging alcoholic <laughs> why can't i do that let me do a burnt cork beard and <laughs> give me a beard. I want facial hair now. So we're gonna, you know, give everyone out there that, that well, is by the aspiring way, raging alcoholic. <laughs> like that's that's our line. Uh, I don't. I, you know what? The, the rage has left me. <laughs> At the beginning, there was a lot of rage on the disc golf course, but uh, I have I have definitely left the rage behind. The rage energy is gone now. Yeah. 
but yeah, now now those of you aspiring to to reach those levels can can get a piece of that action by by getting a a disc golf podcast disc. Right. Well, and like the Discmania ones are the Robin the Robin series. But when we were first told that they didn't have any FDs in stock, I was like, I mean, I guess we could just do PD2s. <laughs> <laughs> but that wouldn't line up right with the, the Robin series. Yeah, I'd be pretty upset with that. That wouldn't work out well for me. And I don't think they had those in stock either. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't. Not at all. So We love ourselves some Dismania. We know they're but pulling we, it together, and we're going to make them as soon as they got them. Yeah, and we thought it was a pretty cool concept to, to do uh, the, the two kind of cores of our bags uh that that we throw on a regular basis and and put each other so my silhouette is on the on the stamp that i did for disc mania and sent in and and uh joe's is on uh on his one for dynamic disc so pretty cool they both turned out great i'm really really very happy and excited to get them out there right but i'm gonna tell you this right now um each of these runs are only going to be about 50 discs and if you are a patron um you're gonna get we're, we're gonna announce it that they're live first in uh, to our our uh, patreon patrons that's true so if you really want to get your hands on a dgp moonshine trespass or burst judge um you know maybe check out our patreon see what's up yeah patreon.com slash this golf podcast and thank you to everyone that is already there oh we, yeah we love you guys so but yeah, it's it was pretty exciting. It was a lot of fun doing the uh, sending in the stamps and going through the artwork and and uh, talking to the the art director of Dynamic Discs, going through you know basically him telling me why I couldn't have the exact design that I wanted and having to to go through and alter it so that it fit the stamp requirements. Right, but how often do you think he has those conversations with people who are like I don't. I, constantly right so i'm sure he was like this guy gets it like <laughs> like you sent him the image he was like oh cool like you didn't just bs it you went okay you gave me these exact specific things i need to do i will do that exact specific thing yeah i'm sure I, well i don't know how often i mean i'm sure they they get all ranges of them i mean they probably get things that are like sharpie on a white piece of paper like can i get this stamped on 50 discs and it's like you know 2018 yeah. disc bowl with like a like an ice cube drawn on a it's on just, a napkin. It's, uh, it's like circa 98 PowerPoint clip art. Yeah, but uh, hot stamping is a is a pretty complex process. It's also a very old process. Like hot stamping has been around for like 50 or 60 years or something along those lines. And the process, the machines themselves haven't changed much in that time. Right. So there's just certain things like about thick, especially thickness of lines that you have to really yeah, make sure that, that we, uh, you keep it down and like it, thick lines next to thin lines and you can't have you can't have artwork over the exact center of the disc so i knew about some of these but what's I the still, name of the what's the name of the center of the disc uh, the sprue that's a, so that's, the, the sprue is basically where the where the plastic is injected in the yeah, center totally. and where it where it releases so on the bottom of the disc in the center that that circle that's on there that uh, you can find on basically every disc you've ever thrown yeah. so uh, it's just fun to now know what uh that but, little center nub is called. But yeah, that's where it, it's basically where the disc when it where all that plastic gets injected into the center when they do it. So mm-hmm. yeah, and, but it basically uh, it, it does cause an effect on the top side of the disc, and they base they say that you know a lot of times you get a high percentage of failure 
in those spots. Right. So I, I knew some of this stuff because this isn't the first time that I've, I've uh, done stamp design. Oh, that's true. Um, and so some of that stuff, but each company has different requirements and different machinery. So dynamic was a little different than than what I dealt with with uh, Discmania right. in the past. Well, and here's the thing too. So we did say like these are cores of our bag. This is where we're rolling. But that doesn't mean that these four molds, let alone these two brands, are going to be the only yeah. things we ever print. We probably, if they do well and, and we sell them, I will probably do more um, of of uh, of anything, really, of whatever people request. We, we'd like to do other companies, you know, so that we get, you know, maybe yeah. a Discraft order in there or something like that. And, I mean, basically, and, it's just like a way for us to fill our bags. Let's be honest. Yeah, we just, we just. We're just like, we're going to do zones, comets, selfie. buzzes, <laughs> uh, and then we'll go back to Innova and maybe get some. Thunderbirds. Some Thunderbirds, maybe a couple Eagles. Yeah. You know, it's all good. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> but it's uh it's been a lot of fun and I'm looking forward. I wish uh Discmania was was uh had more stock on their blank discs at the moment, but they don't and I'm willing to wait, I think. Yeah, so if you can all just write to Discmania and say, please Yeah um once FDs are available Please let the Disc Golf Podcast print on Glow FDs. Yeah, that's right. If you guys could all just get out there and email Disc Mania. In like a very cordial, like nice way and be like, hey, we understand it, it takes time to get those uh, discs made. Um, and we really appreciate the hard work you're doing. We'd also really appreciate uh, Glow FDs for the Disc Golf yeah. Podcast. And I don't know if you're aware of this, but Robin of the Disc Golf Podcast has probably personally recommended and sold like a thousand fds for you that's right so yep. uh but also uh and this is going away from the letter to Discmania. it's now it's me talking to you guys again um please make that happen but also know that we probably won't let you have any of those FDs. <laughs> that's not true yep. we'll just hoard them in the shedio <laughs> we definitely will <laughs> i'll be like oh this one's 173 all right we can sell that one so it's gonna be like a like kids on christmas when that when those boxes start to arrive well, the, I mean, I'm especially excited for uh, Burst Judges just because they're like everyone, they're snowflakes. Yeah. Everyone is different. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's probably going to be at least one like super over the top gorgeous one. Probably. I would I would hope so. Hopefully and, there's uh, like lots of them. Yeah. I hope, hopefully there are lots for you guys. <laughs> so good mix of plastics and, and uh, it should be, should be good. Yeah, um, no, it's going to be pump. super cool. I'm excited. So we uh, we got a great episode for you here in episode 93. We are going to talk about a bet that Joe and I made last year that is going to be made good on. Joe is staring at his... Punishment. Punishment. I mean, it could be a prize. You know, it depends. You don't know that yet. No, you know. You know. When, when your drink has two... Um metal themes <laughs> in, in one label that's never a good thing that's true that's true why would you call a drink an alloy series first of all like what on earth because well, it's steel reserve <laughs> so uh joe we joe's got a bet to settle up on so he's gonna do a a nice little review of a terrific beverage that is that is uh not high alcohol whatsoever and certainly not flavored like a jolly rancher uh so that's gonna be fun we're gonna talk about uh the the week what we're calling the week of dgi which is we had two fairly large announcements uh, for two different organizations both called dgi this week and uh we'll we'll talk about both of those because that was pretty silly and then we got our world famous deer review where we take a disc we take a beer we review them both and let you know whether you should bring it on the course tonight we have the dynamic discs thief 
an eight speed five glide zero turn two fade fairway driver Th- those are the numbers it says control driver I'll just start there control driver we'll get to what it is later on yeah and then uh we're pairing that with final absolution tripel ale by dragon mead so nice uh nice tripel ale yeah and that uh came from jimmy right I think so, yeah. I think the I think so. I believe so. Um before we move on forward too, I meant to do a shout out a few weeks ago and I didn't um and I do want to hit up I shared and and on uh the Instagrams we shared pictures of the discs that I had dyed for me for uh our Slack Secret Santa and those were by C Dub Dies. And you can find C Dub Dies on Facebook and Instagram. Super rad work. He's actually doing all these super cool um, bubbles. Yeah. I'd never seen it before. He's the first person I've yeah. seen execute um, that well. And um, not <laughs> not to rub it in and be a jerk, but I'm going to do it anyways. Um, I have never paid into like one of those raffles on Facebook where it's like $3 entries, like 10. We will, I'll, I'll take 10 entries and then we'll raffle it off and someone will get it. And he uh, tagged me in one, and I went, all right, I'll take one spot. I spent $3, and I won an awesome bubble-dyed Biofusion Trespass. (laughs) It looks nice. Yeah, so that'll be coming soon. But uh, his work is awesome, and I feel like every time he posts something, it's better than the one he did before. So. And always new stuff. You're not seeing anything, anything you've seen. You know, he's not rehashing other people's techniques. He's he's doing his own thing. So looks cool. Yeah, really, really jealous of them. They're they're pretty sweet. Yeah. So check them out. Um, I'm sure at some point we will have some other things died. Yeah. All right. So last year in I I don't know, say fall or so, uh, Joe and I made a bet, and this was right after Jeremy Colling had just been on another card with an ace. I feel like it was Macbeth. No, no, no. He oh he got, got an, ace. an ace. That's right. That's right. When he did. got an ace, and I was like, is yeah. the, is the mojo gone? Yeah. And so we made a, a bet from that point forward because Jeremy Colling, of course, had been on all those cards where he'd witnessed aces over the last year or so, and it was starting to become a thing. Uh, like I won a bet previous about how many more there would be. Yeah. Um. So I won that, and then later he got an ace, and I still was cocky. Yeah. And. Uh, it didn't pay off. And uh, so then we Joe set the over-under, I think, at one on how many more for the rest of the season. I took the under, and it's sure enough, no more aces for Coling or people on his card for the rest of the season. Yeah. And uh, so Joe's going to pay up on that bet, and he's going to do a nice little review for us. Why don't, yeah. you, why don't you tell the people what uh, you have the pleasure of consuming? So I have a Steel Reserve Alloy Series Spiked Punch. And they also, I think the first one they rolled out was like Grape. Um, so I'm very thankful that I did not get a weird, uh, metal grape. So I gave it a smell and I, it smelled like Hawaiian punch and I was kind of excited. And then I gave it another smell and it's like Hawaiian punch with nail polish remover in it. <laughs> um, which probably like, that's probably what I'm in for. Yeah. What's the percentage on that bad boy? It's eight. Okay. It's eight. I mean, it's not terrible. It's not, it's not a, it's not a four local gold <laughs> on a whopping 10 or whatever. 14. 14. Four, 14. Thank you very um, much. It is a 24-ounce can, though. <laughs> yep. And it's got two metal things on it. Steel and a Steel Reserve Alloy Series, as if uh, they didn't drive home the point. Oh, I'm fine now. I'm not worried about it anymore. It's brewed for extra gravity and exceptionally smooth flavor, so I'm, I'm probably fine. It, yeah, it's probably just going to taste like fruit punch with 
uh, you know, rubbing alcohol in it, I would imagine. I figured since it was 24 ounces that I couldn't go to like four loco level with like 12% alcohol. Yeah. That wouldn't be a very nice thing to do. I'm going to be honest right now. The reason I'm hesitating, (laughs) I'm afraid I'm going to like it. (laughs) Like that's the, that's the truth is I'm going to like, I think everyone's waiting for the reaction you had to four loco gold. Um, and I'm afraid I'm going to start this and be like, you know what? Like, <laughs> I might take one of these on the course at some point. Uh, like, it doesn't smell. I, I've always been a fruit punch fan. I'm not going to lie. Um, and I've been known to rock a a, a mango uh, Mike's Harder. So I I knew, actually, that this might be coming, that, that you might just absolutely love it. And, uh, you know, that's you do you. Well. First sip has gone down. He's he's looking a little pensive. He's not exactly stoked on what's going on from the look of it. Um, the you know what it was way more tame than I thought. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be like super sugary, and it wasn't. Um, and then you know what I thought the aftertaste was gonna get worse and worse, and it really didn't. I'm such a like it's not that bad (laughs) it's really not that bad um you're supposed to give the people what they want Joe you're supposed to be like oh my god I know right well I'll keep you know I I, I'm a trooper I'll get I'll get back to (laughs) it Tastes like someone clubbed a squirrel and threw it in some old rotting fruit like it doesn't taste good like I'm not I'm not like I'm this is all I'm gonna drink now (laughs) um but it's not like awful but it's also eight percent and also, I've drank a lot of Steel Reserve, just the regular malt liquor in my it life. It is probably an improvement over regular Steel it's, Reserve. It's definitely, it's definitely an improvement it, over regular Steel Reserve. Um, it's got hella red dye in it, though, which is probably not good yeah, for anyone. It's, uh, I'm sure that the urine color is going to be tinted, for sure, based on that. But, but then, who knows? You know, It's in the can. You could pour it out, and maybe it's totally clear. All right, now it just tastes like metal. <laughs> Like, I don't even get a sweet taste at the front anymore. It's kind of like, um, have you ever, like, bit your tongue? Yeah. And, like, your blood, like, the blood is kind of metallic? Uh-huh. Um, yeah. That's pretty much what's going on. I think maybe I became immune to the sweetness or the flavor. and Like, like a fresh filling in your mouth? Right. I mean, I'm going to finish it, but I'm not... Uh, no, it's it's like weird watered down fruit punch with bitter metal aftertaste. That makes sense. That doesn't. That doesn't. But Robin was nice enough to uh, refrigerate it. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did leave it in the refrigerator. I mean, not that it could have gotten too cold anyway. Even if I didn't, I mean, hot. Because oh yeah, because well, like it's in the shedio. Shedio has like a max temperature of like sixty five degrees. So worst case scenario, it would have gotten somewhere around there. It and does automatically make me like not feel that good, but. <laughs> Yeah. All right. right, Why don't you take a nice long pull and then give give your final thoughts. And and then you're going to check it out? I mean, I guess I'll try it. All right. I feel like the the people need a consenting opinion on this or a a consenting opinion. (laughs) Wrong word, but whatever.
silence. Yeah, it just goes straight to that not good aftertaste. <laughs> like yeah. a like a, a Kool Aid packet with not enough sugar in it. Yeah, that's kind of it. Where it's like you get the little bit fruity, but it's not actually sweet. And yeah, it just becomes like gross in your mouth. Yep, your do you turn. Remember, do you remember how much sugar had to go in a freaking thing of Kool Aid? You know what? I out of control. I don't. Um, you know, we were a, a high sugar family. Uh huh. Um, and maybe we just we were a lazy family. Maybe we chose to spend our money in different ways than others. But we always bought the big old things that had the already sugar added. Got it. Where it was, it was four scoops of uh, four scoops of mix yep. for two quarts of water. Yep. I definitely was a grow up on on fruit punch Kool Aid kid. Dang. So right. we like always had Kool Aid in yeah. the house. I feel like we had Country Time Lemonade in my house, which is a similar situation. Yeah. See, we never. We, it was all. It was. It was straight but, up like you know. Uh, used to be able to get like Kool Aid points. Like they had like. Um, we actually drank enough Kool-Aid that we like got stuff from Kool-Aid. Oh points. my God. Yeah. So if you bought the packets that weren't, um, I was a fat kid, by the way, <laughs> if that didn't translate, uh, yeah. Until like seventh grade, I always like played football with kids like two years older than me. Listen, Joe, fat. these days fat is a social construct. You don't have to, you don't have to conform uh, to people. <laughs> You do, uh, that's yours are you trying do, to escape. You do you. You don't have to you don't have to conform to, to people's ideas as to who you should be. And everyone wins. <laughs> everyone gets a trophy. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a sip of this. Are you blown away by how much is left in that right <laughs> It's like it's like two thirds gone, I'd yeah. say. I took I took so you did some work <laughs> I already. Took three sips and it's <laughs> almost gone. Three sips and that's it. A, listen, that's how I drink. It's like, like <laughs> even if I'm drinking pints of good beer um at a pub. Like it's usually like three pulls and the and the pint's gone. There's maybe eight ounces left in this twenty four ounce can. And Joe took I, I, I was watching maybe four pulls. Maybe. I think it was three. Listen, sometimes you gotta take your medicine. I, you know, I'm not I'm not trying to like bird sip my medicine. <laughs> I'm just knock it down. <laughs> Joe just forward. chugs the entire thing of NyQuil. Sometimes that's what you gotta do. Right? It's less sweet than you like expected and then it's bad. Oh god, that is not good. Yeah, it's uh it, it first it gives you like the 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 kind of citrusy tropical flavor like right up front and then it just But it's not it's like watered down. It's not even yeah. like it's not even like woo. Oh, and then it and then it just fades to your mouth tasting like like can. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Yeah, I'll pass. And That's... then, so the cool thing's going to happen in like the next 10, 15 minutes where uh, my body's like, hey, you just drank like <laughs> 20 ounces of 8 inch, eight percent garbage booze. This podcast might get weird, folks. Yeah. <sighs> You're welcome. And then we're going to move to a, like <laughs> a beautiful 10% trip hell. Um, so I think we got four of these bottles, by the way. Did we? I, I hope so. Because, we did actually, yeah, we did. Because I definitely need to drink one also um, when I haven't had like twenty plus ounces of awful yeah, t- malt talk- liquor prior. We, we probably should have had you take a couple of sips of this beer. Yeah, talk about a palate wrecker. That's a yep. I mean, my mouth is just like suddenly dry, and I know who would drink this. It, it, you know, you know, it actually reminds me of like going back to can <laughs> as Joe chugs like the rest of it. Oh my god, housed. Folks, that steel reserve is donezo. 
Oh, man. I don't feel good. <laughs> you know what it is? You remember Fun Dip? Those Fun Dip packets? Yes. That's that's kind of what this is. Dude, it's... it's uh, yes. Like, yes. Like, if you remove the sugar from the Fun Dip packet, <laughs> or, like... No, it's like you have the little like stick. You have the stick, and you have a little bit of like the last little bit of powder, and you like crunch down on it, and you Not, get like yeah. the weird off sugar chalky, flavor, chalky sugar whatever, stick. with a little bit of fruit powder. Yep, <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> with nail polish. Or something. I don't know what the alcohol flavor is that that that's in it's there. It's not. It's not a regular. It's not a regular um, fruity uh, malt beverage aftertaste. Yeah, it's its own steel reserve. Um, they're <laughs> they're you know they're the tagline. They're stealing there. <laughs> we there probably is. Does it really say that? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> it's like, it doesn't. No, come it on. Um, but <laughs> I, made with real bits of metal. Right? Would you be super surprised? <laughs> nope. Nobody would. Um, once again, uh, I was known to buy twelve packs of Steel Reserve in my college days. I was that guy. Um, would you like some uh, Sakatumi palate cleanser? I need to like pump the brakes for a minute. <laughs> so uh like, this is gonna get real bad real quick. Well, um how about uh how about some bourbon? Well, that would probably help, right? No, no, I got like a meeting in the morning. Listen, let's just ten percent. Just roll with it, dude. It'll be fine. Don't worry. I am I'll be uh, here. I'm I there I have no choice but to roll with it right now. Like <laughs> I just drank all that. Um and right now I feel okay. Uh, in like ten minutes we're gonna know what's up. Yeah, that's probably true. That's probably true. But don't worry. I, I mean, I definitely would have much rather drank a 32 of sake to me <laughs> um, in the same amount of time. I'd rather have like uncomfortable stomach knowing that I got to drink something good Yeah. Uh, instead of this. Well, you know, when have I ever led you wrong? I mean, have, have I ever intentionally got you too drunk for my own amusement? That doesn't sound like something I would do. I mean, come on. <laughs> Should I call my wife right now? <laughs> Because I'm sure she can give you <laughs> dozens of occasions. Oh, hey, Robin. Look, you brought my husband home. Super wasted again. <laughs> oh, he's slurring and can't walk. Thanks. Awesome. <laughs> Speaking of which, your birthday's in a couple weeks. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, listen, it's not my fault. He did this to himself. I just was the chauffeur. Fuck. God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I made him a drink. Yeah, there were six shots in it. <laughs> I didn't tell him he had to drink it really fast and then have another one. Yeah, and it's just a really good drink, so you couldn't tell, and then, you know, you got excited. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? So, this is the perfect time to segue into a super serious talk about new disc golf companies that emerged over this week, don't you think? That have the same name. <laughs> that have the same name. So, we're calling this- By the way, DGI, um, it sounds like an infection. It does, kind of. It's like something- Like some sort of tract infection? Yep. Yep, you yeah. got something bad. In I think it. anything <laughs> that ends in I like that is just, yeah, just kind of like right? it's either it's two things. It's either an infection or it's some kind of motor that's that's injected. I don't know. I went straight. I went straight to um, pardon the interruption. Oh, okay, PTI was the only one that I'm like. Well, that one I get. That one, yeah. Uh, but like you, you see like the the different uh, injected motors, like fuel injection motors that have the I at the end of their thing, or infections like uh, you know STIs and and UTIs and. You know, yeah, all that, all that fun stuff. Yeah, DJI just sounds like it's like it's bad news, <laughs> and who knows? They both might be. <laughs> but, but that I just say I don't believe they are. I'm just saying 
We don't know yet. Gosh, I wonder what kind of infection a DG infection. Could and that's like a D and a Grundle. I don't know. It's probably <laughs> all. It's all sorts of bad. Donkey Grundle. <laughs> oh, I got the old Donkey Grundle, huh? Oh, that's too bad. The old Donkey Grundle infection really just takes, <laughs> really just knocked me off my game this week. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So we had <laughs> two two companies pop up this week with the uh, the acronym DGI. One, the first one to pop up was Will Schustrick, who formed a, a company called Disc Golf Instruction. Not an infection whatsoever. And he had kind of uh, pitched it as a video service that he has that teaches people disc golf and he has a beginner series that came out first and it's like nine bucks to get access to that and then a promise of future videos on different levels of disc golf to to move up from there what is it nine dollars for the video or is it nine dollars for a membership plus the video it's it's uh, is there a membership involved not no i don't i don't believe so okay and we'll have to clarify this going forward but from from what i can tell it's nine dollars for access initial access to that beginner series and that future series will also cost money okay that's that's what it is so um and apparently there's going to be more there's, right now there's just one beginner video right that's like 22 a, minutes long or something and apparently there's going to be more but we're, we're not totally sure on that it's everything is very slick and you know nicely filmed and and uh, high production value. I haven't seen it, but I'm not saying I'm not against um, or opposed to the thought of spending nine dollars to check it out. I mean, we we've said it a, a ton of times that that we really enjoy Will's ability to teach and yes, and uh, I'm sure it's it's very good. I have not personally watched it yet, though I've talked to a couple people that have, and uh, it you know it's probably probably worth it but we'll, we'll right well his form is like the cleanest out there or yeah. among the cleanest out there it's certainly I, I know someone like shared some i don't know it's from reddit or somewhere else about someone like oh no it was someone bad talking eagles form never mind oh yeah which I is still i'm like that was shut silly. up yeah <laughs> oh he only he should have thrown 800 feet he only threw it 650 <laughs> boy that if, form if, is garbage if eagle could just clean up his form he'd be hitting a thousand feet every time <laughs> right god <laughs> what a slacker well good we'll see but that's something you, you never hear anybody talk bad about will's form because if they do they just need to go away he's got pretty form for sure yeah and it, you know he's always had had a knack for for uh for words and public speaking and and it's a uh, it's in, enjoyable to watch him watch him do his thing. So, I'll, we'll be checking that out in the future. Hopefully we'll get to talk to Will about it too and get a little bit more information on that. But it I was initially pretty excited. I was hoping that it was going to be when I when I first saw it I was really hoping that it was going to be a subscription. Right. Like a monthly thing or something like that where he would just like off the you know just do daily or weekly or whatever it is videos on any little thing that he felt was important to, to learning disc golf. I thought that would be a, a, like amazing resource for, for people just on a daily basis, seeing what, ha how, and what he's doing and, and uh, what it turned out to be was a lot more of a, of a finished product, which, right. which is fine too. Having these kind of highly produced and, and uh, choreographed videos. But, um, 
but it's interesting. We'll have to see how how this pans out for him and how his his first round of subscriptions go and whether people are pumped for the for the next round. So right, and I mean, obviously, we're gonna keep very close eye on this. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people out there that are just getting started in disc golf that there's things in these videos that are going to improve your game right away. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's a, I'd, I'd say anybody that, that is just starting out that's listening to this and new to the sport, it's probably worth just kind of checking it out for, for nine bucks. I, I can't. Yeah, I don't know why not. I don't. I, there's and apparently they'll get the uh, initial members will get discounts on the on the right. I mean, it's, it's worth I'm not sure. it's worth nine yeah. bucks. You know, just like when you first start out, you want to buy every disc. Yeah. You know, maybe buy one less disc and and get and check it out and, and check it out or or buy all the discs and check it out. <laughs> Talking to you, Julian. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> but I like the idea, and and it it certainly has a lot of potential depending on, on what he does with it. And the, the second will go on to the, the other DGI, the other DGI that popped up like two days later, or maybe the day after. I can't even remember. I think it was the day after. Oh yeah. Maybe it was a couple days. I don't know. Very, very shortly. After. Yeah. Very shortly after there was the, the DGI group that was announced and it, it is essentially a, a disc golf representation agency. Like a like a sports agent type situation here, it appears, and the people that are are in there it says an integrated representation representation agency, and Paul Macbeth is in on this. Ricky Wysocki, Paige Pierce, Nate Sexton, Katrina Allen, Philo Brathwaite, Jeremy Colling, Eagle McMahon, Paul Uliberry, Greg Barsby, and then a couple of events. The Disc Golf Pro Tour is on board with this. The Glassblown Open, and Jomez Productions. So there's some kind of, that's a pretty star studded list in terms yeah, of Yeah, I'm surprised there that there's uh glass blown there, but there's not any um DD I mean I guess there's latitude, but um, Yeah. Yeah, no, I think I I have no idea what to do with this in my mind, in all honesty. The only thing the most positive thing I can think of out of it is um you know, you see it all the time with athletes and with um like actors and whatnot when they're under the same umbrella in this kind of place like maybe they'll be at the same events or they'll um you know have casual rounds together maybe we get more cool like casual videos with with players from different uh brands and whatnot which would be cool yeah you know it's a nice you know it's a way to unify them too um i don't know it's it's new it's different and uh, I don't like things that are different. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I, have, I have no no problems with this. I want to see what it can do. Um, it's just kind of crazy to just jump in and do it, but maybe they're on top of it. Yeah, I mean, you know, in in if this is what it sounds like, it is. This is an agency that is going to try and promote disc golf, and you know, the reason you would sign up for something like this as an athlete is because the the agent has sold you on the fact that they can get you more money essentially that wonder, they can they can get you signed up for for events that are going to net you more cash or, or whatever it is that's what it has to be um do we know anything about the people that are the ggi group you know i saw a post um about the the person that is that is heading this group that that was not exactly glowing Ooh. um and i i i don't really i don't remember it fully and i also didn't vet any of it so i don't i i can't 
I feel kind of a little irresponsible going in, in depth of it. But basically, there was there was kind of some uh, some questionable past business moves and possibly gotcha. some some money owed and and things like Ooh, that. Like for me, um, but, well, I, well, I mean, we do know that this is uh, this is the second coming. This is Salient Discs. They just changed their name <laughs> to DJ. <laughs> um, but like, who did did Paul do it on his own? Who made that connection with Adidas? Like that kind of stuff. My hope would be that this group is working with whoever that was, or maybe it's. They're a part yeah, of it. I don't think so. And r- right, which that kind of blows me. I I feel like that's kind of the biggest deal that there has been so far in the disc golf world outside of like straight just disc golf. Mm-hmm. Um, and who knows? Maybe Adidas reached. I don't know who did that, but I feel like yeah. we're gonna need to start seeing things like that quickly. I don't know what the contracts look like. I just you know the other thing is. There are countries where disc golf is a way bigger thing. Like all of a sudden, are they going to just be in Europe for two years because their events. agents? Because their agents like, listen, if you want to make money, maybe who knows? You you can just uh, you, you know I, that's how how an agency works. It's like if they sign you to something and and get you an event that pays you money, they get a cut. So totally, you know that's that's how in theory this would work if it's a true sports agency. It just just depends. We don't really know, you know. It's it the the website does not have much information on it. It kind of has a blurb about disc golf being a you know a growing sport and how popular it is, and then it lists the people that are involved, and that's it. So there's there's not a lot on this website for us to to. What uh, what happens if you click on inquire? <laughs> maybe a contact page. Yeah. So I mean, and the website—it oh, <laughs> it literally just takes me to info at the uh, DGI group opening in. in <laughs> can you send an email, email right? Can you send an email right? It says like, "What is this about?" <laughs> if you're looking for someone to help you design a website, so it's out of North Carolina, right? That's uh, that's what it that's says. Sexton and yeah. Colling. Well, uh, one of them's from South, but it would like. <clears throat> so I we'll see whether it's something that is relevant and becomes a thing you know last year i remember we we talked about on one of the podcasts especially having to do with um bradley can we Williams. can we inquire <laughs> can and we be inquire? like hey do you want to throw us on the hey, slate we're not gonna go anywhere i mean we're pretty much uh, yeah we unless like you're getting it paid and uh there's a letter written to our spouses that make it okay um <laughs> But uh, yeah, you need us. Like we'll we'll join up, right? Because you only get paid if we get paid. So <laughs> nothing's coming out of our pocket at this point. Yeah, sure. Why not? What could go wrong? But um, yeah, I don't know. But I remember probably even more than a year ago because Bradley Williams no longer subscribe or uh, suspended. But at the time, we were kind of talking about the way it went down, and a lot of people were pretty upset. Even Paul McBeth posted a uh, you know, kind of an angry Facebook like an post, essay. like yeah, wanting yeah. wanting a uh, an explanation as for why this happened, and we kind of said, you know, this is why there are players' organizations yeah. in in major sports. Now, this doesn't seem like that, but a uh, but a disc golf players' association, you know, certainly kind of moving that direction where these players start to to maybe organize themselves and and. And we've already seen Jamie Thomas put a post on Facebook kind of uh, calling out the PDGA for some of their rule changes that yeah. just, just went through that they didn't he didn't find well, he friendly. Well, he put to, a post about this, too, kind of the same thing like, I don't – I what do you all think? Yeah. So, so, you know, maybe this is just players 
getting a little more organized and maximizing their earning potential, which is great. I I see that as potentially a good thing. You know, maybe it's nothing. Who knows? Right. You know, hopefully it's not something that that uh, that that deters from the sport. But I don't know how that. Would... I don't see that being a possibility. Um, but I I do know that it's a small enough group of players that are are pretty close knit. Um, if if one person has a real bad experience, I could see it being done Dunsky for DGI. Yeah, well, so they got to be on it. their stuff. Oh, I mean. Their their ability to be a company has to be hinged. Like on, I'll tell you right now, if somebody does Nate Sexton dirty, like they're done. I, every every one of those people will be like, no, you don't do a Nate. You don't. Like, can't that's do a that. Nate, man. He's got he's got little babies. You know, like if it was Paul, I think a handful would be like, well, I mean, man, <laughs> he's gonna be fine. Yeah. Um. But like Nate, you know. Yeah. But um. You know. I mean, it's. It, if it's what it says it is, their ability to be a company will be hinged on on uh, selling disc golf and and uh, getting contracts for their players. So yeah, if they don't they don't do any of that, they probably will cease to exist fairly quickly. And I doubt there's any risk for these athletes involved. They, right. They, right. They, no. They, yeah, it's all on DGI. I would assume. So it. I just it'll be interesting. It's kind of kind of. Uh, you know, a new thing for disc golf to have representation come through. I mean, these players largely represent themselves. So maybe this is, you know, has to do with their contracts and things like that too. And, and maybe they're, they've been sold on the fact that this, this person or this agency can, uh, can uh, get them better deals in their contracts and, and incentives that, that are beneficial to them. Right. Do you think, do you think uh, manufacturers are on board with this? Cause it's going to get more, um, no more I, eyes on the players, or or more so. It's like, nah, we don't no, need if, to, you to give them more power. To yeah, like, exactly. No, I don't totally. think any manufacturer would would uh, see this as a good thing for them. It, this this it, having someone else in their ear. Yeah, know, totally telling them how how pretty they are and good at disc golf and how much more money they can make. And, yep, yep. You know, all those things. So yeah, no, this is uh, I, I I think that's no coincidence that you don't see any manufacturers listed on. Uh, on the the DGI group uh, representation, it's Prodigy. So <laughs> DGI's Prodigy, <laughs> but uh, you know, I it, it that obviously there is some high caliber talent listed here. So somebody made a very good sales pitch. Yeah, there's nobody on that list that you're like, I don't think this person belongs. Yeah, no, I mean it. It's just you know some of the all a lot of the most popular names in disc golf. Listen, all I'm saying, um, if you got. A, a way to get your face out there more or whatever and it doesn't have to be purely your play um not that this person is not fantastic but uh they all need to be afraid of of greg barsby taking all their money seriously i mean one look and yeah he's, he's that's, just gonna that's, melt him. that smile it's over yeah uh, they're they're all gonna go in for the same uh casting call and they're like him yeah him we Ex- want that guy exactly it's he good. just he smiled at me he's in be like, listen, guys, Greg just made eye contact with yeah. me, and I think we need to give him all our money. Listen. Just give him the money. think I'm going to try dudes. What? <laughs> listen, Big G just, just came up. He put his hand softly on my shoulder, told me everything was going to be all right, and I just wrote him a check. 
Yeah, yeah. He uh, he actually did his uh, his climbo iron leaf, and it was over. It was over. I just <laughs> it was done. I don't know what happened. I I think I blacked out. <laughs> I think he did too, but it was fine. <laughs> he, he may have already <laughs> been blacked out, so we're, I don't think it was a. We're sold. I don't think there was any nefarious action going on. It just <laughs> was pure excitement. I yep. lost track of the moment. And so yeah, big big. I mean, two weeks later, we're in Italy together, and I, never mind. That's <laughs> for another show. We'll we'll talk about that. Me in the pre-show. Uh, so the two possibly big things uh, are g- happening um, at the same time. You know, by the time uh, you know the season ends, th- it might be nothing. Who knows? Yeah, it very well could be. It could be something we see quite a lot of, and and uh, kind of disc golf thrust into new areas of uh, of viewership, or it could be nothing. Yep, we, we honestly have no idea. But we will definitely be paying attention. So, and as as it as it develops, hopefully, we'll get a little more information and and try to figure out what this this thing is. It's kind of started out, and their logo. Um, they there was a post on uh, on one of these things, and their logo may have been designed by a kindergartner. I feel like it's not. The, it's not on their website. The other thing is like their website had um, DGI written like two different ways. Yeah, that's true um maybe they're trying to figure it out but hey uh if you are listening someone from dgi if that logo that has like the g inside of the d and the i inside of both of those that that thing so uh, listen if you need some help i i can help you out and so it's a sports so sports sports representation company i i found the the president and founder is sam hassel and uh, that was who I saw posts of, of some kind of uh, some things in the past that weren't necessarily glowing about about that fellow. But I, I again, I didn't didn't really vet any of that. So yeah. take that for for what it is. It's probably just because his last name. So <laughs> he's 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 a hassle. Yep. Uh, he's a Could hassle. <laughs> All right, has your palate cleared up enough to to do a to do a uh, review of a of a beer? I mean, here? my palate may have, but my like your life, life force has not has cleared depleted. Up. Well, I don't even know. Like, I'm not even like I don't even know what I am. I uh, that that stores are stupid. Yeah, it did not taste good. I was no, not. and I definitely uh, drank all of it really fast. And that was less than ideal, as far as I'm concerned. I think I don't think I would rather have a four local gold. No, definitely not. But Especially there, so there are many other eight percent twenty four ounce cans that I would rather have than that. Yes, I I hundred percent agree. And uh, that was the hope. Kind of just don't feel good. <laughs> like I'm not even like tipsy. Like I kind of just don't feel good now. Um, I think. I think it was not like, steel. Like you ate a cheeseburger from I, I, a bad restaurant. I think it's, it's like just... I think it's like lead reserve. I think I just like <laughs> uh, lead poisoning is happening. <laughs> oh, no. oh no! Oh, and Joe just freaking killed a beer. Oh no! Oh man! So Joe is now chugging the beer that we uh, are going to review on the podcast because uh, he had a little bit of a failure to launch on the the opening of said beer. So, yay that. Well, let's let's just get right into our deer review. It's time now for our, our world-famous deer review, our disc and beer pairing, where we take a disc, we take a beer, we review them both, and let you know whether you should bring it on the course 
Tonight we have the Dynamic Discs Thief, which well, is an 8-speed, 5-glide, 0-turn, 2-fade, and we're going to call it a fairway driver, but the, the numbers would suggest that it's more of a control driver. Dominance everywhere! <laughs> Joe is still struggling. It's not, it's not really. And uh, we're going to pair that with Final Absolution <laughs> Tripel Ale, which is 10% alcohol. And by Dragon Mead Microbrewery out of Michigan. So, disc golf mecca out there in, in Michigan and a, a good beer. And uh, we did that pairing, the the Thief and Final Absolution. Absolution is, is like forgiveness, essentially. Like, you know, when you're being absolved of, of uh, your sins. So, a Thief, we're, we're forgiving the Thief, essentially. That's that's what's going on here. Like, as How's in, a, like, a Thief, not as in the, the disc... Yeah, the the thief does not need forgiveness in in our mind. Oh, welcome back, Joe. Did something happen? I, you know, did, no, you, I don't did you run outside and take a piss or something? Oh, uh, I just was making sure uh, the beer was good to go. Oh, good. Yeah, you you opened it and nothing like a ten percent beer to wash down a eight percent twenty four ounce you of know, garbage. That's surprisingly not very much of that beer ended up on the table for all that that uh, you're welcome that hoopla that just went down. Yeah, it was cu- so. Uh, Yes, I don't even know what to And it. like our mixer is sitting on the same table. My laptop that's recording this is there, and uh, somehow none of it got hit. So that's great. That's years of of drink training. Well, I managed to open it uh, without doing any damage to anything. You didn't drink a still reserve <laughs> spike punch. <laughs> What do you want to start with, disc or beer? We got to do. We should probably do the beer before you pass out. No, no. Let's do the. Let's do the disc. Let's start with the disc. So first off, the thing um, to point out, we the all the thieves that we own, which are a handful, were the original release from the trilogy challenge in 2014. And uh, I got a bunch of them. And Joe, we all were in the trilogy challenge, and then I ended up getting extra discs because I placed. Yeah. So, um, Actually, Joe tells people that I won. I, I lost in a playoff. He lost in a playoff that he shouldn't have even been in, though. That's true. He, the only reason Robin was in a playoff was because he uh, was... A nice person. A, an overly nice person. Yeah. Um, what happened is he's, he scored the same as another dude who was on his card, but that guy signed off on the card, went through and signed off on the card, with an incorrect score, and then when the scores were read out, he was like, what? No. I had a better score than that. Now, to be fair, if this was anything other than a trilogy challenge, I would have told him to F himself. Yeah. But, but it's so not, that's, you, know, you just got You just got two strokes, actually, so you didn't even place. Yeah. So, But it, since it was a trilogy challenge, it, you know, it's not. Like and then Robin was killing it all day, too, and then he also should have hit, hit a putt to seal it, too. But that's different. Yep. Yeah. Um, Whatever and and, he, uh, and it was it was a three hole playoff that finished in a CTP yeah and, and I lost that CTP by like two feet yeah it was maybe dumb. but yeah whatever you know I should the real deal is one it shouldn't have happened and then two I should have hit my my like twenty twenty four right. foot putt on the first hole of the uh, of the playoff to win and, yeah and I didn't but you know you're playing but anyways he got playing with trilogy discs so totally and he like, got and he got a whole bunch of them well and he was sold on shields for like. Dude, I well three months that was because the thing. you were putting well. Dude, it was nuts. I played in this trilogy challenge and I'm using shields and I hit like every putt that day. 
that I needed to hit, except for the last one. And then now a few years later, I won one, and I <laughs> was like, no, I don't care about that putter. Like, it wasn't <laughs> the putter. It was that pine. Yeah. That pine was putting me where I needed and that, but yeah. that's, been, that's been doing me well. Yeah, of course. So, the thief. Uh, so, it, it's saying eight speed, five glide, right? What do, what do we put on this thing? I think it was eight, five, zero, two. You're right. So, yeah. so this year, the what came with the shield, the claymore, and the thief. Um, and if you run through those, I'll tell you right now, the shield was the most stable disc of that trilogy Oh, challenge. easily, yeah. Easily. A- and um, I don't think it's opinion. The thief was by far the least stable out of the bunch. Yeah. So right now I just call shenanigans on that zero turn. I agree. It's it's at least a minus one. I'd say I'd say it's more like a seven speed minus one in, in my mind. Right. I might even call it a two. Um granted the one that I had that I threw the most was a lower weight and who knows, it might have been warped, whatever. I know there was a handful of like mm-hmm. puddle top discs here and there just from the stacks for the challenge yeah but i mean mine um and uh phil owns it now i traded it to him yeah. <laughs> i told him it was very understable and he uh knows that now but i mean the thief that i threw the most was um i mean i used it as a roller for a while it just it went right real yeah. fast yeah well it you know i never really had a uh, just crazy turnovers on it it was it you know it never just dumped off and became a roller on me, but it it's definitely a a hyzer flip sort of thing and a uh, um and you can get some turnover lines totally well and that, so that's the thing so now the one that we have with us now um I've thrown a lot more and I was like I I I had one that was bad news still understable but yeah it's definitely more um. A disc that you can rip and get some good turn, and uh, a lot of the time it's not going to come back. Yeah. Or if it does, it barely does. So I do think that two fade is probably right, given the arm speed. If if yep. you're throwing it like at a seven, but the turn is is definitely off. Yeah. It's, it's and I have heard zero. I have heard that the trilogy challenge ones too are less stable than yeah. like the standard run. But I still don't think that, like, you know, the numbers that, that you're seeing on there would suggest that this is like a T-Bird 3. And, totally. And you, no can, way. you can you can crank on a T-Bird 3, and it's not going to turn anywhere near as, as much as, or as turn. this did. Yeah, or, <laughs> like, or turn very much at all. Like, I am I am confent that I could I could turn over a thief. I don't care, oh, what, I don't care yeah. what plastic or run, I feel yeah. like I could turn over a thief. Yeah. I, I mean, might have to a, crank a lot harder than I would this one, but I just the flight path that I've thrown with multiple different like plastic. Um, I mean, colors. I guess not plastic, but I think we have had I don't know three or four around here, and I think I've thrown each one of them, and there's definitely turn without yeah. a doubt. Yeah, yeah, um, it, and it's it, not, and it's not. I mean, when, if we're calling it a seven. Um, and with some turn a low fade, like it makes you go straight to like FD. No, yeah, it's, no, it's not nowhere. Quite, n- the glide's not there. The, it has good glide, but it's not. It's not in that six glide territory for yeah. sure. And it's a it's a useful disc. I didn't have any trouble making use of it when we had in the the trilogy challenge. Um, if you if you give it a good hyzer angle, you can get it to hold it as long yeah. as there's not a headwind. Um, it, it's not going to automatically flip up like no matter what you do unless you you really put it put it you know real good pull on it so 
it's useful. Certainly kind of one of those discs that, that I would put in the category of people that are working their way up from fairway drivers to distance drivers or control drivers. This is another one that's on the understable side that's going to be pretty throwable. It's going to get some good distance for you and uh, you know has a smaller rim. We All the time for new players, actually, since we've got like four or five of these, all the time for new players that are looking to move up to that, we'll we'll let them use a thief. And oh yeah, stuff the thief. Like that. The thief is the you know if they're starting to get a little turn out of a mid range. Yeah, then they can graduate to a thief. Legitimate turn, uh, we should say, not not uh, people not rounding or rounding or or having off axis torque and just like you know rolling over a disc because they had bad form. So oh by the way, did you did you watch that video? I did. I did. Yeah, dude. My goodness. Uh, oh, there's a video on YouTube. I just have to point out real quick. And I think it's called like something expert. Like it's basically like a whole YouTube channel. That's like experts in their field, like Uh giving you instruction on something. And there's a dude, uh, quote unquote expert telling you how to drive backhand in disc golf. And it's like the worst possible advice. It's so bad ever. So bad. And he's like, you know, so you got through your first uh, cage, and you're on to the next one. So not basket, a cage. And basically, his he is explicitly telling you to round, throw Anheuser, and throw towards the ground. <laughs> it's like every single bad <laughs> habit for a disc golfer just all wrapped up in one instructional I'm like su- two-minute su- video. Yeah, and he's like, you know, some discs just go... St- like right away to the right some just go straight left you know it depends on the disc but i was really hoping he'd be like so you just want to find like go find the like fastest disc you can get and throw (laughs) it like this like that's how you get distance and he like throws it obviously straight into the ground um, but it doesn't track his disc he's like that was a great great throw (laughs) yeah i was really really hoping for the like the gotcha right (laughs) you know dude was serious (laughs) i I want to be i want him to be like he was like i put it right in the cage (laughs) i really hope you could hear it like hitting the ground like right after he threw it yeah dude (laughs) 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 sorry i i digress um it's almost as though you drank a 24 ounce uh you know i think malt beverage probably does this a little more justice than I mean, it's it's just trash. It was <laughs> trash booze. Um, so no, the thief. Um, you can get some good some good movement out of it, and I know there's a lot of people who carry thieves, and it's you know, if if you're throwing trilogy at this point, um, if you don't have a big arm, you can probably do some cool things with it. If you got a big arm, um, and you want an out of the box roller, you probably, I mean, you can easily force this one down. And get it rolling. Yeah, um, I agree. It's cool. Yeah, I I I got no problem with the thief. Like I said, very very beginner friendly um, fairway or control driver, depending on on what you want to do with it. Um, it just just a nice understable. It's got a good amount of glide. It's got a you know not too big of a rim on it either. So I I think it's a good disc. Uh, uh, Dynamic Discs has recently uh, released a couple of other discs that are in this same sort of category that I think are probably going to replace Again, it. Yeah, I think the Maverick, the, the Maverick, the Maverick is going to replace just, it right just away. Just came out, and I think that they probably um, intentionally kind of retooled the the idea of the thief to create the Maverick. And um, so we'll see once we get our, our pause on on the Maverick whether that's true or not. But 
I think that's the point of that tip. I do too. I think they went thief was a cool idea. Um, it can be better. Yeah, I agree. Here's the I Maverick. Agree. So as far as our recommendation for it, we'd say maybe wait and check well, out the Maverick. Well, we can't. We're not supposed to get the recommendation. Yeah, we got to do the beer oh, first. And damn the it's high, it's high. You know, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's like you're the one who drank. Well, I mean, I had a sip. <laughs> right. That's enough. You know. That's enough. Just the tip. I mean, sip. Sip. Yeah, sip. I mean, it definitely wasn't the tip. It was like in there, you know, a little. Uh, yeah, it was deeper than that, for sure. That was, <clears throat> that's accurate. So, beer. Beer's real good. Uh, Final Absolution by Dragon Mead, which is a 10% alcohol, Belgian-style Trapel ale. And uh, this is fantastic. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not going to lie. This is this is exactly what, what you want to get from a, a Belgian Trapel especially at that alcohol range 10% alcohol and it is it's got that the kind of spice flavor to it it's right. smooth and this is the, you like, can't tell the alcohol one at of the all. only styles of beer that i it's totally fine to have some spice some spice rolling yeah it's it's sweet it's very sweet i think that's one of the things that makes it uh, a little bit a uh, little so, bit so my head's going to feel amazing yeah tomorrow. you're going to feel great tomorrow it's going to be between steel reserve and, and this trapel you're going to just be all over the place with excitement. What you have like a, a board meeting to do tomorrow? Is that what's going on? No, I but I do have a board meeting right before our recording next Wednesday. Oh, nice! My first, That's gonna my be first, good. my first time joining a board meeting. Oh, fantastic! No, tomorrow I am. Um, like I think I said last week, I got a promotion, so I'm leading my first meeting with my new subordinates. <laughs> um, Minions. You have the, to, the, the best way to the in, endear yourself. The directors of whom I was on their team a week ago, and now I am leading them and telling them yeah. what they need to do. Well, the first thing you have to do is belittle them and make them feel small. It's very important in leadership to make the people working under you feel like shit. It's uh, that, one, it helps you to control nope. their. It's listen, Joe. I've got a lot of experience. No, no, no. You have it one hundred percent wrong. Because how are you going to get them to do all your work for you I've, if you're destroying them and making them feel like they're incompetent? You have to. It's a it's a three part system: uh, fear, <laughs> manipulation, and micromanagement. It's a it's a very very strong uh, way. I feel of like we're we're dating. talking to uh, Robin dating circa <laughs> two thousand eight. Whoa, whoa, no, no, no. I I treat women. Oh no, sorry. That's uh, with, with I'm thinking about Dennis Reynolds from Always Sunny. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> so back to the beer now that we've uh covered joe and i's differences in management technique which uh you know joe i they're gonna walk all over you if you don't drop the iron fist i mean you got to just come out there and show them who's boss robin i'd recommend robin. Ta- taking your pants off right away Fuh, i would lose my life um <laughs> listen nobody walks all over me i'm not worried about that <laughs> I got that. Listen, when you work with kids for over, I'm at, I'm over 17 years now. Um, and you play sports like rugby and football, you got something. On, and I know you've got this too, something called the look. Uh huh. It takes care of everything. Got it. You got so, that game, you got that game face and it's, it's over. They're not, they're not going to talk nothing. I got a, a great quote off this beer for you right now. That's right on the label. It says, tis better to curse the darkness to light thy hand on fire. Van to light the hand on fire. Yeah. Y- yes. So that's that's what you should do. You should do that. It sounds like a smart thing to do. Right? Da- damn, damn you, darkness. 
Right? That's what I'm doing. I'm not going to light my hand on fire. <laughs> I don't know if you were trying to like somehow reverse. <laughs> I don't know. You know. Yeah, you just you just thought it looked neat, so you. I I, I saw it on the thing, and I'm like I'm like, oh, that sounds smart. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a lot of things that are smarter than lighting your hand on fire. Like, I agree. Almost almost everything. I agree. But that is a cool quote. Um, like when your brewery's called Dragon Mead, like you're already ahead of the game. I agree. Uh, you, you know, and I think we did a slightly different, but still like that Belgian style stuff. Like we did Le Fin du Monde. We did, mm-hmm. um, I think we had another Trapel. I forget from where. Um, We've had a few of them at this point. I can't they're all, all they're all, they're always good. Yeah. If it's done well, so it's, it's good. I mean, I think the biggest thing is this is just very sweet. Like it's got a kind of creamy sweetness to it um, that that is very apparent. It, like cream soda almost i i feel like is is yeah. is pretty apparent on on this one um the the alcohol is not up front at all it doesn't no. you can't really tell that it's 10% no that's by that's that's either fantastic or bad news bears but it's just it, it's all kinds of candy it just tastes like candy we're really going on the candy thing this week yeah spiked punch spiked punch and then followed by this one but this is a good thing like this yeah is, no this this is the good way where like the aftertaste is also fantastic yeah not oh. not trash can on fire yeah and we can also there's there's uh there's some action at the bottom of the bottle here we can see some so it's, uh, it's probably a, a, some, a, a some, live some in bottle cloudiness here. going uh, on well so. it's that it's that wheat it's the that style but no it's it's super tasty um very complex this is there's a lot of lot of flavors going on here, mostly in that kind of. Do they make it outside of twelve ounce bottles? Um, let me look. Let's see what it that's says. that's my only other thought. So we're drinking twelve ounce bottles. Um, I assume that is the main way, but I wouldn't be blown away if they had. I I would feel like this is a beer that would come like in a seven fifty rather than a twenty two ounce. Hmm. If not, but I don't know. I'm not seeing whether it uh whether it, it might just be twelve ounce bottles. Possibly. Um which, you know, makes it pretty tough. Uh, this is one of these things that I bet on on tap. Uh this is amazing. Oh yeah. And it, it's very good in the bottle here. I mean, this is probably one of the better beers we've we've It's reviewed. it's an on tap that comes in like a ten ounce chalice. Yeah. No, it's it's like I think we could keep moving uh to the the rating. It's great. It's super awesome, but it's 12 ounce bottles, which uh I am not a big proponent of on the course, although we do have some snazzy bottle keepers yeah, that are 12 ounce. I got I got 12 ounce bottle keeper all. I I think this might be too good for the course, to be I honest. I think um it, it would be a um get the motor running start the round beer maybe because it's only 12 ounces if you had an easy way to carry it um that that 10 percent isn't super overdoing it if it was like a 750 like hell no but yeah Uh, it's a little maybe a little too much to roll with the other thing i would note is that the the bottle does not tell you that it's 10 percent no, and you couldn't tell by and, tasting and it. And you couldn't tell by tasting it. So this is a beer that if you didn't know what it was, you could get this from somebody or, or put it in your hand. And, and like a lot of times, I'll look on a bottle and, and, you know, there's in California at least, if it's over, I think, 4.5%, you, 
you. I think it's five. I think it's just straight five. I thought it was four point five. Uh, we'll have to check, but you have to put down the alcohol percentage. Yeah. If it's above a certain level, so if I don't see an alcohol percentage, I'm like, oh well, this can't be that much. But uh, you know, it could be different labeling or. or Listen, I'm not gonna lie. Time. When I see a beer that I'm like, oh, that could be good. The first thing I do is pull a bottle out of that six pack to see what the ABV <laughs> is. And uh, but this, if it doesn't meet my standards, I just put it right back. Dude, this one could hoodwink you for sure. Like you, you could not seeing it on there being like, huh, I wonder what it is. Take a sip. Oh, it's probably like 6%, 5.5. You know, this isn't too bad. And then True, just, but I've had enough tropels to probably be like, yeah, I know what's going on here. This is going to pack a punch. Yeah. But yeah, it's great. Yeah, I don't know. It's not really a coarse beer. No, um, no. This is- if I was on the course and someone pulled one out and it was nice and frosty, I wouldn't say no. But I wouldn't knowingly plan to bring it on the course. Absolutely not. I think this is probably falls in that category of uh, this needs to be drank at home with friends. Yeah. And, and uh, enjoyed where you can really, uh, you know, experience the flavor rather than just know getting something that's refreshing along with your round totally so, well it is terrific yeah it's it's yeah it's just not over there um as for the thief i threw it uh during the trilogy challenge that's the time i threw it and the only time i will throw it <laughs> it's cool it has a place um i do think just like we we're talking about the maverick coming out i think even dynamic knows it wasn't fully there of what they wanted it to be um i would i would rather throw an fd i would rather throw a vibram track um i know them better i'm more confident with them holding the lines that i want Mm -hmm. um that's just the way i'd go i i don't think there's a time that i will ever be bagging a thief yeah i agree it's not something it's just like we mentioned with with dynamic discs even trying to find another another uh way to reinvent it with their maverick in our opinion that's not yeah definitely our opinion no one they have not come out and said anything of that sort that's purely us but it's certainly a disc to compare to with that that new disc absolutely that the thief falls in that same category but it's just kind of for the speed range and and what it's supposed to be, it's a little more understable than I think it should be. Uh, it doesn't glide. Slower. It doesn't glide as far as as I'd like it to, uh, compared to other discs in that range as well. Um, so overall, it's just not quite as controllable, in in my opinion. Yep. So, uh, but it does make for a nice way to get easy easier distance for a new player. So yeah, that is a, a benefit to it. It is definitely a ramp up. It's a beautiful next step from a a mid range. Yeah. Like we did the the Cax or yeah Cax Z Cax Z last last week. Yes. Um, and we kind of said that's like the graduate from mid range. I would probably and and that is true, but I would I would probably go to a thief before I went to a, a Cax. Hmm. I think that this is more stable than that disc. In my opinion, certainly you can get a thief way further out than you can. That, no, totally. That I don't. I, I don't know. I might, my, my, I might be skewed by my original thief, but I think so. Um, I, I know I've turned over 
thieves yeah more than once mm-hmm. and i don't remember like having full turnovers with the the cacks no but i i feel like when we were throwing that we, and plus we kind of knew that what it was for a, me a too bit. i think for me the my reason is i don't like the feel in the hand that the, the cacks has yeah that could be it too it's weird like, well it's, it's and this is this i mean is certainly it's a driver than. yeah and it's a so. it's a driver now and i think just it's more comfortable and it's yeah. a nice graduation to start looking at drivers yeah i agree i agree cool so, so. uh this is, this is an ofer um but but they all you know they have a place and um i don't know if we can call this an ofer didn't we decide that we were going to it, like the course wasn't necessarily the end all on these things. Like the beer is fantastic. It deserves to. It deserves. No, the, the the beer the beer is great. The disc is cool too. It's just they're not for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, you know, if 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 I had to throw a thief, like whatever, I I could make it work. Yeah. If someone offered me a uh, final absolution on the course, I would definitely drink it. You know, I think it's kind of those. Uh, it's like that. You know, if if it if it happens, I'm good with it. If not, I'm fine. You know, just like both DGI things. <laughs> like if, it could be, cool, it could that's be great. great. It could be great. It could just fizzle out. And either way, I'm like, yeah, it's cool. Well, I think the the better thing would be that one of them hopefully is going to be great, like the beer. Ooh, okay, so now that you said that, you need to choose which one that is. Oh, uh, <laughs> if uh, man, that's tough. If if I had to guess, it it hopefully will be be Will's. Uh, disc golf instruction because i think he's got a great idea and he maybe just needs to to refine the the delivery of it a little bit but um and, and because and the I other one you choose i can just step back and say i think they'll both be great <laughs> all right i'm not gonna throw either one under the bus i think they'll both be fantastic so the other one i have no clue even what it is it's very vague so what if we start seeing them in like macaroni and cheese commercials <laughs> like it's just a, it's, just a, a, it's just a talent agency like listen guys this is the first meeting of the, the dgi group we're gonna bring kool-aid back listen i want you to throw this paper plate to him <laughs> it'll be cool the kids will get it they'll get it it's gonna be great yeah no no uh, you yes fun. you do have to wear that bunny suit put that back on i could see uh big germ like having no problem knocking a bunny suit I, I have no no doubt. Yeah. I I know Barsby wears a bunny suit. That's that was a dream, Robin. Oh, sorry. It was a fantastic dream. Though. I'm sure it was. Yeah. You want me to recap it now? Yeah, I think, I think I think we made it through. I, no, are you sure? I mean, I will. I guess we'll, I'll just tell you about it off air. Uh, yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about the episode. <laughs> no, I'm just no. gonna drink some of this 10 percent beer, will. <laughs> While you kind of you just give us a what for. Well, I think it's time to uh, to wrap up this S show. And uh, oh, well, is the S first steel reserve? Yes, yes, yeah, that yeah. was that was the main thing. It is it is an S show for sure because <laughs> the steel reserve that I drink, um, it was not good. I don't recommend that. I, I don't recommend that. Um, I just I, know that there's probably a bet that I'm gonna win, and I know there's a pineapple version. There is a oh, fuck. Just, just putting it out there. <laughs> hey, come on, dude. I tried. I could have gotten you the grape one. I could have been an a hole about this. I bet the pineapple is better than both of them, mm. or way worse. Uh, 
This is or way, way worse. Way worse. Dude, you gave me a four local gold. Like you Yes, I did. You is, know what else I did? I made us review Hurricane Malt Liquor. This this compared to to uh four local gold is just like a walk in the park. Like this was this was nothing. This But listen, I will say, however, with nearly that double the alcohol. Timeout, I will say, however, I came real close to splitting that four local gold with you. That's accurate. That's true. All right. Fair enough. And I housed the vast majority I of I probably would have died if. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That yes. Been. That's true. So I think we're even. You can't. Uh, and you housed that all by yourself. So I did. Like early in the show. <laughs> like the last 30 minutes have been like my body rejecting it. Oh, man. All right, a couple of closing hits here. Be sure to check us out on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. We are at the Disc Golf Podcast on uh, Instagram. We're at the Disc Pod on Twitter, facebook.com slash the Disc Golf Podcast. You can find us on our website, throwstuffatstuff.com. That's where you'll find our uh, discs when they come out. You can also hit all the links to all our social media on there. You can also find a link to join our Slack group. Slack is a communication app, a chat app where we created this awesome disc golf community full of disc golf podcast listeners. You can chat with us. There's groups for your local areas, groups for getting tips on your uh, form. There's groups for disc dying, all kinds of great stuff on there. Uh, Just a great way to uh, reduce your productivity at work on a daily basis, which is something that is, you know, really important to all of us. I think it's just, it's a a core pendant of my life. Unless your job is um, talking about, disc golf and things that disc golfers like to talk about well even still it could be a great digression to get better ideas to talk about disc golf so yeah i, I think it I think it could work out well so check it out hit our website throw stuff at stuff.com hit the joint slack link and uh, come in and chat with us and we'll answer your questions and you can meet all the awesome people in there just talking about disc golf look, all day long look, every look day out, look out for some d's coming yeah there's uh there's a lot of that a lot of d talk and uh d picks well, I was saying we got some D's coming. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, oh, right. You're talking about the disc we ordered. I'm just, again, me just mind in the gutter. <laughs> just, just going straight to that Barsby dream. I just, you know, it's been, uh, you know, when you just, never mind. I, again, I think I've said too it's much that, already. Uh, it's, it's that, uh, it's the, it's the no cheese. I think that's, that's accurate, actually. You're having bread dreams. Cheese dreams. Joe's referring to the, rough. the diet my wife has us on, which I uh, can't eat bread or cheese at the moment. So if you're wondering why we're both a little goofy this week, uh, Robin is having uh, uh, what's it called withdrawals yeah. from yes. food, food that he loves, and Joe uh, drank drank bum wine. Drink bad news. Yeah. So drink bad news. Oof. So check us out and get out there this weekend. Throw stuff at stuff.